Yes, welcome to the Young Entrepreneur Show. This is an entrepreneurial business insider that caters to young professionals in digital communications, just like myself, Cameron and Andy. What's up, Andy? Yes, yes. how to get clients, right, Cameron? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so in our last episode, we talked about how to brand yourself. So now that you have an idea, let's talk more about how to get clients or for some of you, your first yeah, we're going to do that, Andy. But before we really get started, I want to talk about um, what contracted means. Um, because whenever I started doing freelancing in the digital world, uh, I was contracted by clients, which basically, for those of you that don't know, it means to agree by contract for someone to for someone outside an organization to perform a certain task or job. And so you aren't necessarily full-time, you don't get any benefits or anything like that, but they, uh, you sign a contract stating how much you're gonna get paid, uh, how long that contract lasts, um, or up to a certain amount of hours that you can work. And just wanted to throw out that, throw that out there for you guys. So you have a better idea if someone comes up to you and asks you if this is something that you would prefer or you have different options out there. So, yeah. I'm sure. And one of the hardest thing about freelancing is getting clients, whether you're just starting a freelance business or looking to grow your existing client base. There are other easier ways to get clients and instead of you searching for them, they'll come to you. Great, Andy. I'm going to start with you know, the first way, and I know that we talked a lot about this in our last episode, but we're going to kind of dive in a little bit deeper, but word of mouth. And I mentioned this and I said a different word, it's called grassroot marketing. It's probably the best way to land clients without doing any real work to get them. When someone recommends you to a person that they know, it means a lot more than a polished resume. People really like a personal connection, personal recommendations more than a portfolio or a killer resume or killer LinkedIn profile or blog. You know, it all really comes down to that saying, it's not what you know, but who. And I swear up and down, Andy, I tell this to people all the time that I didn't pay to go to college to uh, to learn anything. I, I paid for the connections that I had there. Um, so, you know, do good work and get referred to others and people who own their businesses probably know others who do too. So those connections, they might just need a new website, video editing, new logo or, or something small on the side. And that's really how I got started was friends and family that would come to me and ask me for certain things. But, and, and that was my next point was don't disregard family or friends, you know, start by doing work for those people. Money's money and experience is experience and you need both of those. Yes, like you said, why do you want a diploma hanging on your wall, right? When you can use that, just con those connections, right, that you make in college. And also, I mean, using that portfolio well, right? Because you need to show what you've got, basically. A good portfolio is practically non-negotiable. It's so important to know that having a website, you know, uh, it can guarantee that people will come into it, but it will attract potential freelance clients. You know, they'll be able to see everything that you have done. So why not? Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I teach classes at Sam and that is one thing that I stress to my students all the time is portfolio, portfolio, portfolio. 
And, uh, you know, whenever I was, whenever I was putting my portfolio together, it is long and elaborate, but it has all of my best work in it. In fact, I was hired one time just for bringing a printed portfolio, which is a little out of date and different nowadays because we're all so digital, but I had a printed portfolio that I brought to an interview and, um, they were very impressed and almost hired me immediately just because of that. Exactly. You need to be creative and show all that you got basically. So portfolio is really important, right? You want to show everything that you got. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about the next way to gain clients. And we're talking about some different social media platforms, not Instagram, not Twitter, not YouTube, but LinkedIn. So you always want to keep your LinkedIn up to date. Recruiters and other types of hiring managers, they always search on LinkedIn and LinkedIn profiles tend to show up in high they tend to show up high in search results when people google your name and and this is really something that every recruiter or employer does and you know having an outdated dusty linkedin won't make you stand out amongst the rest um your employers will always do research on you and if you have a linkedin that is great because it's a professional site they go to your instagram and you're out hanging out with the boys or the girls and you're having a good time they might not take you very seriously so this is a really great way to just stay professional and maintain that um but you always want to on your linkedin you know include a summary that addresses your most important relevant skills and achievements keep your experience and skills updated add your relevant work of yours in the work samples area have a very crisp looking profile photo. Um, I see a lot of LinkedIn profiles that have selfies on them and some are good, but for this, you really want to try to have a headshot if you can and go above and beyond by adding recommendations from former employees or people that you've worked with. I also recommend to just go ask for recommendations. Um, I've had it happen to me where people have uh, come to me or, or previous students of mine who have asked me for, you know, they're like, hey, could you give me a recommendation on LinkedIn? And I'm like, of course I will, of course. So, you know, uh, just that's, that's the biggest takeaway is keep your LinkedIn up to date. I know for a fact that I have applied to many jobs through this. It's an easy way to find um, open positions in your area or if you're seeking to find a different area. So yeah, it's great. But Andy, Tell us, tell us another, tell us another, uh, another way to get some clients, your first client, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, personally helps to keep the social media up to date. People want to see the latest, uh, let's say video photos. I mean, uh, just the latest job you have done and probably just to see what people think about it. For instance, like, I mean. I know my generation uses Facebook a lot, but, you know, Generation Z loves Instagram. So, obviously, you know, they're trying to find lots of services. So, just keep up to date, I guess, both platforms, you know. I think Facebook just kind of gets one side, you know, of the clients and the Instagram will get another side, you know. So, I think it's just good to keep up, you know, keep those up to date and not just the social media but also your website you know because i mean people want to see how you're evolving i guess because you change by the time your style and also i guess you get more followers too so it's just always to show other people you know how you're doing in the business and in the industry definitely you want to keep up to date your social media and your website so people can see where you're up to you know at this moment right so what do you personally do, Cameron, with your business? How do you keep up to date? 
Well, I always have my social media up to date. Um, and I know I mentioned this in the last episode, but um, my social media, even though it's social media, like my Instagram and Twitter, and they're, they're more relaxed, I would say, um, I always still keep them very professional if an employer were to, you know, happen to come across one of those platforms and uh, they want to know more about me. Or a lot of times companies will look at your personality and they like to look at those, those sites because it gives them a better idea of how well you're fit for the company or maybe you speak to the brand or something like that um and you want to make sure that you're just staying professional so that's what i personally do i keep up my linkedin really well um i also have a website and you know we this is probably a good time to talk about different website platforms that you can use or that i would recommend i have always used wix site i highly recommend it especially for beginners that really aren't heavy into coding like myself it's not something that i specialized in in college even though i can do bits and pieces here and there and it might be different for our, our listeners they might be experts in coding, but it's something that I do very rarely. So Wix site's a great platform for me. Are there any others that you would recommend? Yeah, so I definitely recommend um, Waverly. That's my favorite one. Just like you said, I'm not really good with coding and it's free. It's so easy. I actually bought my domain through Weebly. I think it was like $30 for two years. Uh, so it's perfect, you know, because I can just keep updating it. It's free. You can use it from your cell phone actually because i also have students you know i teach a course in sam houston i'm always recommending you know if it's not wix waverly just because it's so easy to use you know just drag your things yeah. just write on them keep updating i mean just show everything that you got basically so i think it's just just the best thing and like you said keeping your social media seriously so people can take you seriously at the same time and up to date it so yeah but that's so one of the on on my website and i also would recommend wordpress i've used that for multiple different clients of mine uh so i have a little bit of experience and i like wordpress too i think it's sort of user friendly probably more on the coding side if you're leaning more in that direction if you're a little bit more experienced in that area but uh wordpress is a really good website builder in fact a lot of companies use that as their main website building platform uh, so if you get any yes. digital freelancers, uh, digital, if you get any freelance jobs and they want you to update the website or some small minuscule tasks here and there uh, with website building, you might end up seeing them work on uh, mm -hmm. WordPress. Yeah. Okay. But, well, I, I kind of wanted to talk about components of a website. You know, what should you include? What not to include? So definitely um, including in about me section, you want to briefly talk about yourself. I mean, you don't want to say, hey, I'm the best, you know, but I mean, you don't want to be like, <laughs> just stuck for like, like a five paragraphs long, but yes, I mean, one par paragraph, you want to just tell, you know, just talk a little bit about yourself so people can know immediately who you are, you know, in a few sentences, you know, and I think that's great, you know, that they get to know you. I mean, besides seeing all your work, they kind of want to see who's behind the work, right? They want to get to know you that way. Yeah. So when you get to the landing page, that's the first thing you want them to know is who you are and what you do. 
Um, and from there, you know, you could add your portfolio, a uh, digital portfolio. So you could print one out, but I would highly recommend to have a digital portfolio live on your website, maybe examples of your work. Or um, in my case, I have a section of work experience kind of showcasing my roles and responsibilities in various positions that I've held in other companies or experience that could be relevant to the side hustle that I'm trying to do. And then on top of that, a link to my resume, because a lot of times you'll go and maybe submit something digitally, but a lot of times you'll hand a paper copy of your resume in. And having a resume on your website could just be an easy way for them to, if for whatever reason they lose it or something happens, you've got it on your website and you send the website link to them and they've got more than they need to get by on knowing who you are and what you do and how you can fit into, be an asset to them, really. Exactly. Would you recommend anything else for a website? Definitely. So I know at least on Weebly, you can add some icons and each one of the icons can be like a social media icon. So like Instagram, YouTube, Vimeo, like all of those. So people can even get to know you even more. So, you know, they will look at your resume, but they also just go straight to your other sites, you know, and I think that's, great way for people to follow you you know so i would just keep that in mind yeah i i do have links to my uh all of my social media or the ones that are more relevant than others my linkedin my instagram um and my facebook for sure uh, one thing I will say is when you're updating your website or doing this portfolio, make sure all of those links work. There have been times where I've gotten a text message or something from from a friend and they say, hey, Cam, like your link's not working to one of your social media icons. I'm like, oh, nuts. I got to go update that. So make sure you're always updating it um, going in there. Sometimes if you change your username on something, it could make the link not work anymore. Uh, but yeah, highly recommend to link to your social profiles. On top of that, probably one of the most important, if you're not handing this into something or into a uh, resume for an employer, I would say to put a contact us page or contact me page or how to get a hold of me, whether it's an email or if you want to DM me through one of my social medias, um, just make sure that there's a way for them to get a hold of you because they can go and look at your website all they want. And then at the end of the day, they're not going to be able to contact you and then you have no business. So probably number one, I would say, maybe number two on the list of priorities when building a website. <laughs> having a professional picture, just like on LinkedIn, have it on your website as well, because I've seen so many people having selfies and they're not so professional. Or maybe just like a picture of them going out on a Friday night, you know, that's not, <laughs> people won't like that. You know, when they see that, they're, they're going to be like, oh no, this is not good at all. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so I think we're going to wrap this up, but... I uh, want you guys to stay in tune for our very next episode. It's going to be a good one. And we're going to talk about the elements of building a good resume. I've seen a lot of bad ones out there, but we're going to talk about how to make a good one. Does that sound good, Andy? I think so. I'm so excited because you can definitely make a really good resume. That's going to like Well, so this is it for today, Cameron. Let's stay uh tuned for the next episode. All right, Andy. Bye.